Hello and welcome to The Big Chat. We get to speak to people about what inspires them, what drives them, what got them into business, how they found it. And some of these people you might know, some of these people you might not, but there's always a nugget of gold in every conversation I have. As an instructor, I understand the journey of a class. Yes. And as a DJ, it's really hard because the way that DJs want to mix music is they want to keep like a, a, a like a specific BPM, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the pace kind of stays the same. Whereas as an instructor, we need a journey. You can't have somebody, you know, doing 60 minutes at 126 BPM because you would just die on the bike. It's also brought um, the most fascinating uh, new experiences, humans and people into my life, as well as one major thing, and that is um, the ability to see how I can help and support other people, men and women, um, in life and business. You know, I am one of those people, if I do something, I'll do it properly. I'll stick with it. Yeah. I'll see it through. And I guess I just, you know, I put myself in the right position. I I met the right people Mm. and sort of planned, planned my career. Yeah. You know? The Big Chat is all about collaboration and giving people in our towns the time to have their say their way. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Big Chat. I am your host, Coco, and I am so pleased to be talking to this person because I've known her a very long time. Um, Goodness me, I think seven years actually um which may not seem like a long time to some people but certainly is to me um because she she helped me out my 40th and we'll go into that later on but um yeah she is a online boutique owner in Tunbridge Wells pretty well known so you probably know who she is already but if you don't I'm going to introduce you to the very gorgeous Lynn Meek hello Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you? Who'd have thought all those years ago that we'd be sitting here doing this now? I know. It's you funny, took me it? on my uh, 40th ber- birthday treat, shopping treat, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I came to your house, went through your wardrobe. Threw out a load of rubbish and convinced me that I could wear a certain pair of trousers, which I lived in in Ibiza. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, it was amazing, actually. And yeah, I mean, how would you describe what you do to those that are listening that don't? I mean, I just assume everyone knows who you are, darling. But <laughs> for those that don't, what would you say? Well, I I worked for a very, very long time in an office. Yeah. And then uh, about 12 years ago, I went into the world of fashion, yeah. worked in a pre-loved boutique for a couple of years. And then I started my own business as a personal stylist. Yeah. And I did that for eight years. And then... Um, It was a whole series of reasons and I won't go into all of them, but there were a couple of reasons that I just, I wanted to start a boutique. I thought it was going to be very small. I thought it was going to be an add-on to my personal styling business, but I was kind of a bit frustrated that I had only so many hours in the day. We all know that one where you have that kind of glass ceiling of not being able to um, do more because you've only got so many hours and you Mm. can't do any more than that. Um, at the time I was on Instagram and um, I had quite a big following and people were very interested in what I was wearing and where I got things and I became an influencer just kind of by default really not as a an aim and um, I just got to the point where I just started to think there are so many women out there that need help mm. that are really struggling mm. that they've got to an age and it's not age specific or um, boutique but there are I guess probably the vast majority of our 
um, customers are probably in the sort of 45 to 65 bracket. Mm. And I mean, you know, we all know we're, we're women. We know how hard it is to keep evolving in how we how we wear what we wear and how we look and of course for many many years there's a lot of um women have children and they become you know they put themselves lost on the list and then they have elderly parents that have needs and they have dogs and houses and all sorts of things it becomes a very very busy life and Mm. women generally put themselves a very um low point on that list of things to do and then ultimately two things happen they become um really quite um I wouldn't say depressed but really not feeling great about themselves Mm. because they haven't invested that time into looking good Mm. um but also because our bodies change an awful lot and Mm. our lives change an awful lot through every decade you get to a point where for a lot of women they were getting to that kind of perimenopausal age sort of you know mid 40s everything started to change and they were just becoming really unstuck and feeling really unhappy because they put on some weight or their their bodies were different their lives were different and they just didn't know what they were doing and they just needed some kind of shortcuts so when I was a personal stylist I worked very in depth with those people but obviously yeah. it's an expense that not yeah. everyone can afford yeah and I just thought if I could just sell a few things because everyone's going oh, where'd you get that from I love that where'd you get that from where'd you get that from and I was finding it hard to go out shopping with um, with people because they sometimes would have quite limited budgets or they were very localised and that they couldn't really go any further afield. And um, I couldn't find the clothes that I knew that they wanted. Mm. I knew that they wanted... Um, I mean, one woman summed it up perfectly. She said, the thing is, Lynn, she said, I don't want to look like my daughter. <laughs> But she said, but I don't want to look like my mum either. (laughs) And I went, that's absolutely it in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. You know, we're women that still want to look good. We want to look like on trend. We don't want to look frumpy, but we don't want to look like we're trying too hard either. So there was this whole kind of need for clothing that was easy to look after, that was on trend without being kind of so fashion forward that it was scary. Um, things that made them feel really good that were comfortable because mm. comfort's so important, especially with the middle. So important. Because, you know, we all fluctuate an awful lot. And I think, yeah. and also with um, with women that are going sort of through, you know, monthly fluctuations and a lot of women end up having to have a lot of operations and mm. things that happen with their bodies, with their stomachs and mm. with their reproductive cycles, everything kind of changes. Yeah. And they were all sort of going, oh, you know, I've got these jeans, but I can't get into them anymore. They're making me feel really uncomfortable. They put on a, a dress with a fixed waistband and they just felt by, it was right in the morning, but by the evening they were bursting out of it. Mm-hmm. So I just thought there must be a better way of finding clothes that are just really comfy, but still make women feel good. So the idea was that I was going to carry on my personal styling business. My husband had a chauffeuring business and we thought, well, this will be a third business that will be um, quite... Um, just sort of like a little add-on, yeah. another kind of income stream. And um, so it started uh, in the summer of 2018 and we launched it and we literally started it from the loft in our house, yeah. which is very small. Yeah. And we had two little, kind of laugh now, we had two little kind of units that had shelves in that yeah. we were going to pop all these clothes in. And that's what we started with. And it just went absolutely ballistic right from day one. Yeah. Um, 
mainly because and I hadn't even I hadn't done that kind of you know teaser campaign the build up it just <laughs> took off immediately which was really lovely because yeah. I had such a good feeling um you know following of people on on Instagram but I think also by then there was a a trust yeah of course that because people knew that I'd be honest that yeah. I always wanted to look good myself, but I was really wanting to help women. And that's what has always been my, you know, my kind of, my goal is to help as many women as possible. Mm. So the business sort of started and it took off really quickly. And we were then struggling with three three businesses. It was almost like we had two ponies and one stallion. <laughs> so we were just like, oh, God, what are we going to do now? Yeah. We can't we can't do it all. We can't do it all. So um, my husband was very, very happy to sell his business and um, yeah. kind of come on full time. And for a long time, I was in denial about it. I said, oh, I can do it all. You know, I can run this business and I can be a personal stylist. And of course, it wasn't possible. It was just no. it grew so quickly. So... Um, a couple of moves later, we're in a much bigger building. We've Beautiful got, building. It's really lovely. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, we've got five full-time staff and it's, you know, we, we, we're very happy with how it's gone. The business yes. has grown really well. Um, our son is with us as well now. He joined a couple of years ago. He does all our branding and marketing and a million of other things as well. So it's really lovely. I mean, I feel very blessed that I have my yeah. son sitting opposite me and I can hear my husband downstairs singing as he's um, wrapping and packing and taking new stock in and stuff. And so. he's, I mean, he's, he's definitely upstyled old Russell, you know, yeah. hasn't he? I mean, yes. not that he wasn't a handsome man, but well. you two have a true love story. You've been together forever, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, it'll be 40 years next year. Do you know what I mean? I know, it's really I know. lovely it's and crazy. you're so happy together. We are. We but are. I have noticed from afar that his style has styled yeah, up a little bit in the last few years. He has, you and know. he's actually really enjoying he's it. He's found his vibe. He has. He which has. is really nice. And he's, he's amazing, and he absolutely loves the business. He's very That's excited so cool. the direction it's gone in. And, and so as time has gone on, I mean, I still try to help with the styling with um we do insta lives each week so it's kind of showing tips and, and tricks and how how you can wear things and how you can style things up and that kind of thing uh, so i do as much as i possibly can on on social media but i'm not able to go out and do kind of shopping trips well, not that i would want to because it's like well actually i like our stuff better <laughs> but also it's like i think what's really what I really like about when when you went on to Instagram because obviously you did a personal styling trip with me and it was like yeah. it was it was a treat it was a fortieth treat for my husband yeah. and like you say it wasn't you know, it wasn't affordable for everyone it wasn't something I could afford to do every month no but I really enjoyed the experience and it did open my eyes to clothes that I would not necessarily go for and you'd be like well, what about those trousers and I'd be like mm, oh, I need to lose a few pounds and you'd be like you know to get me in a pair of jeans things like that and. Mm. I was 40 then and, you know, I just had my children were, what were they, four and four and six then. And then, yeah, like you say, you go through this phase of 40. I mean, I started my, my journey of menopause, shall we call it, around 43. I'm coming just out the end of it. You know, mm. I'm going to be 48 in June. And your body does change and yeah. everything changes. You go through life, you go through all these things. I think what's lovely about you on Instagram is that you you show your clothes. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. You don't get some other model that's it could be older, could be younger, no, not ages or anything, but it's you. Yeah. You're the you're you are the person that shows the clothes. Yeah. And so it gets your personality, it gets your brand across. Yeah. And you dress great. So it's like you well, watch it's kind something. of a twofold thing, really, because it's sort of my this is the way I like to dress, and, yeah. you know, and I'm always a walking advert because I wear all the clothes all the time. Exactly. But, so I can style things how I want to. Um, 
But most importantly, it means that I know our clothes inside and out because I've bought everything. I've listed everything on the website. I've mm. measured everything. I've tried. I've done a, a, a size guide so I yeah, know exactly. Yeah, you have that as well, don't you? Yeah. you have different sizes. Which well, because so it used to frustrate all the things that used to frustrate me about online businesses, where you go on and it'll go small, medium, large, and I go, well, what the hell does that mean? It's and also, not- you get a large and you put it on, and you and it's as tight as anything yes. on you, and you depresses you. You're and like, it, exactly. Hang on a minute. What am I like? Extra, extra, extra exactly. large. And we all have this fixation mm. with. You know, I've just discovered it with my daughter. She doesn't want to buy... She is very tall, but she doesn't... She's 11, but she's the size of a 13-year-old. And she gets really upset. She doesn't want to buy clothes that are 13-year-old clothes because she wants to buy 11-year-old clothes. Yeah, yeah. It's all these things. It's the psychology, isn't it? It is the psychology, yeah. It's dangerous. So it means that when people ask me questions, which they do all the time, they go, well, how do you think... I'm... I'm, um, a curvy pair and I'm size 14 and I'm five foot three, do you think this will fit me? I can give an honest answer because I know the clothes really, really well. So That's it kind brilliant. of works on many levels. But more importantly, I think you're right. It's, it, I think for people who sort of look at the website, it feels a bit more believable in that I'm literally putting my money where my mouth is and I'm, oh. actually, I'm actually wearing everything myself because, and of course that doesn't fit for everyone because, you know, some people go, oh, it's all very well, but I'm not your height and your size and, you know, how's that going to look on me? We do try to get other um, models that come in that are different sizes, but, yeah. you know, we're, we're a fairly small family business and there's only so much of that we can do. I think people think we're like next and we've got this huge budget. We can have a variety of every type of model under the sun and every time of height and they go, so um, I have one lady once, she said, well, I'm this size and this height and this colouring. So can you get a model in to, to put everything on? <laughs> well, we would be out of business by tomorrow yeah, if we did course. that. You know, there are only so much. So we can, I think I think people sort of think that we're something different to what we are. But, you know, we work really, really, really hard mm. to help people and present our clothes in a way that they are going to feel happy wearing them. And they feel kind of empowered in a way mm. that they feel you know I get so many lovely messages from people and they go I feel like I'm out of my rut now I've got my groove back I'm I've getting so many lovely comments from my friends and like wow where'd you get that from and and that that confidence to be able to give that to people is just that's that's why I do it it's yeah. as simple as that because I think it's I've been through that whole times in my life when I've had very little confidence and Mm. I know how empowering having confidence is and how good it makes you feel and then everyone around you feels better too because you're feeling good about yourself absolutely and I think one one of the the things that I really get cross with myself for and I must let go of it as a resentment but when you know when women have children and this is before I had children. You know, there's always that thing that people say, oh, women, they let themselves go after have children. Yeah. Well, when I had my children, I realised what that meant. Yeah. What that meant was I'm absolutely knackered. knackered. Have I no haven't got time. any time. Yeah. And I've put on a load of weight. My body's changed. I'm mm. feeding a baby. It's not all about me. Yeah. But from the outside world, it's like, oh, didn't she let herself go when she had a baby? Yeah. And I would never say that to anyone ever, ever, ever. No. But what, I mean, we're talking about a few years ago, it's changing now, but mm. it is that thing, isn't it, that, you know, just because you've had a baby or just because you're pregnant, you know, when you're pregnant, you can look beautiful. Yeah. You don't have to wear sort of, you know, you know I feel really yeah. sorry for my mummy's generation where she would have to wear sort of like a frock or something when yeah, she was pregnant. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, whereas now you can dress in beautiful clothes when you're pregnant and after your body's changing, you can, like, like I love the fact that you say that you help people with comfort things. I mean, I yeah. wore, I love these high-waisted jeans at the moment, but 
I drink loads of water. Yeah. And the other day, I was in Wales with my partner, and I was just like, throughout the day, just as you were describing that, I was, I could feel it because I was like, why do I keep needing to go to the yeah. toilet? And it's because yeah. I've got a forty-seven-year-old bladder; yeah. doesn't hold on so well anymore. Yeah. And if you've got high-waisted jeans, it, it tends to pull in a little bit rather than. But it's all these little things, isn't it, that you're able to really share with people the comfort of the clothes and yeah. the style of the clothes and also I love the colours that you bring because I've yeah. always loved that you're a very colourful person you're a very warm person and your colours just they're you know I'm quite loud but <laughs> I, I, I am loud and that's okay and I, I'm happy to be loud you you just I just love your collection you managed to make colours go well together I tend to stick to two or three you yeah. you can be a rainbow that's yes. the way I describe yeah. it you can I do, be a rainbow I do love colour it makes me really really happy and I love that it makes other people happy as well it does because sometimes I mean there are there have been shops in the past I won't I won't name them but you know quite well-known high street shops that you go in and it's like a sea of grey or a sea of black and and I think well you know that's great up to a point but sometimes you just want something that is going to lift you and it's um and it's not to say that we don't do black and gray because we do lots of, of it um but it's also nice to have pops of color even if it's just a scarf just to make you feel happy so hopefully i can kind of show lots of ways that you can wear lots of different things um you can wear pops of color if it's not for you then we've got lots of neutrals and things as well but so i always think of the boutique as being a kind of shortcut for people that they don't have to go through you know, either I think one of the things that really struck me, and again, it was a, a, a well-known high street um, shop that has got loads and loads of outlets all over the place. And someone said, oh, there's this really lovely black dress. I'll, I'll say who it was actually. It was H&M. Hmm. H&M, lovely I know black the dress. dress you're talking about. <laughs> well, I don't know. But it was it was years ago. But yeah. she said, um, could you see what you think with this when I was personal styling? Yeah. Can you see whether it will um, suit me or not? And I put in black dress and 500 came up. And I thought... How are we as women supposed to have enough time to go through 500 black dresses? This is ludicrous. Yeah. So I I wanted to have, and that's why it's called the boutique, which yeah. makes people think it's an actual shop, but it isn't. It's no. actually an online boutique. But I wanted it to be quite curated mm. without having just masses and masses and masses of stuff. So if you put in black dress, you might have two or three come up. You're not going to have 500. But it makes it easier to sort of find things. And filter through, that's really yeah. good. That's and I really, really love it as well when we get orders sometimes because most people will sort of order a few things and sometimes I think, now that person's really good because they've obviously gone through the website and they've gone yeah. into tops and they've picked out a couple of bits and then they've gone into sort of jeans or bottoms or whatever and then they've um, found a scarf. And then their little collection of five things, I think... I love that. That's going to look amazing <laughs> together. And I think, and they've, they've really worked that. They've gone yeah. through and looked at everything and they haven't just done the kind of the fast track of what I've put up on Instagram that day where I'm putting it together. They've actually thought outside the box. I love that, that it makes them creative. That's so good. Yeah. That's so nice. Um, and like you say, you are a boutique, but you are an online boutique. Yeah. You know, while you have premises... Yeah, nice premises. Yeah, and you've got your, you know, team of five and your son and your husband, but it's online. Yeah. I mean, and and why would you need a shop? We don't need a shop. Exactly. In fact, in fact I'm very, very glad that we didn't have a shop because did you nearly get a shop at any point? No, we would never have had a shop. And I think having worked in retail, that that was um, that was absolutely key in my mind that we would never ever have a shop. I mean, if if I ever say I'm going to open one, then just shoot me because it's not a good idea. Not mm. for us. We don't need a shop. 
Um, we do very, very well online. We sell all over the world. We, mm. you know, some some people say, "Oh, do you sell to anyone outside Tunbridge Wells?" And I, I just went, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot, yeah, absolutely." <laughs> we we sell all over, you know, nationwide and internationally as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, we don't we don't need a shop, and there was never going to be a plan to open a shop because it's just so expensive. And in mm. fact, we started the business about a year before COVID. Mm. A uh, year and a half, maybe tops. And I remember thinking at the time, well, obviously it was really scary. We weren't quite sure what was going to happen because, mm. you know, when it first hit, every, everyone kind of went, there was that intake of breath and nobody yeah. knew what to expect. And it was like everything stopped, didn't it? It was mm. like, it was like the, the literally the spoke in the wheel well, and nothing awful. happened. And no. everyone was like, mm. and we were thinking, oh, <laughs> this is a bit scary. But once people sort of went, okay, well, you know, we're not all going to die here and we're all stuck at home and we can't actually go out and we're still being paid and I'm a bit bored actually and I really would like something nice to wear. But I need something comfortable. You know, I was getting women that were going, I'm so excited, Lynn, I've been watching you for ages and um, but I'm a solicitor in London and I don't need to, you know, I need a corporate um, wardrobe so I haven't really needed anything. But now I'm working from home your super stretch joggers, oh my word, I've got five of them and they are the best thing ever. And she said, uh, you know, lots of them were saying, well, I can um, I can wear a little jacket when I'm on Zoom and I've got your I've got your ink camos underneath Amazing. my desk. And I was thinking, so we actually were very, very lucky that we didn't have premises that we were having to pay for and couldn't do anything with, that we didn't have stock that was kind of tied up that we couldn't sell because it was too event driven. Yeah. Um, all our stock was suitable for COVID and, and so the business just really took off then. It was massive and us. also imagine if you'd <laughs> imagine if covid had struck and you'd been a personal stylist and russell had been a chauffeur well both would have been out of work do you know it, it was i we look back and and we we can barely even talk about it because it was such a sliding doors moment yeah if we have if we hadn't have decided to do the route that we did i mean it, it doesn't even bear thinking about it's it would have been horrific we would have lost everything really you would and and you would have probably still done this but under stress not under choice yeah. you know so yeah. it's lovely that you chose to choose this this way yeah rather yeah. than having it to be like oh god we need to do something let's do something now which is what a lot of people had to do didn't yeah they? and it's evolved kind of you know naturally in yes. a way that so that we can we're very not only very very hands-on that we can listen to what it is that people are, are wanting and we can be very reactive to whatever the the market's doing whatever the weather's doing you know we're not we're not buying a year ahead like a lot of um, boutiques have to we can you know, if it's suddenly we knew there was a heat wave coming next week, we would be buying little kind of little flippy beach dresses like there's no tomorrow. But if also there's you're like weather watching and everything. Yeah, we're weather watching, we do. But and also we because we're so kind of hands on, all of us, we work really, really, really hard mm. to make sure that it is a great customer experience because mm. we've all I mean, there can't be a person on the planet that hasn't had times where you've just been so disappointed Ugh. with the customer service experience and how how horrible you feel afterwards and how you just kind of think, oh, God, that was, you know, I was really hopeful that that was going to be something lovely. You know, from brands that you you, you watch on... And trust. And, and trust on social media and some really nice sort of up-and-coming brands. And then, and then when it comes, it's just in a poly bag and it's just been shoved in there and you think, I spent a lot of money on that. And then it doesn't fit. And so it's we we want to over-exceed people's expect, expectations. In That's that, brilliant. You know, they're buying things that aren't hopelessly expensive they're really quite um, well priced but it'll all come wrapped in tissue and in really nice 
recycled bags and you know so it's a nice experience and that they know that they're supported afterwards that we will look after them so talk to me about your clothes now obviously you can't give away any of your trade secrets but (laughs) (laughs) obviously but I mean you know you source for yourself yeah. So how did that journey start? Was that something that... Oh, no, it was it was very, very difficult to start with because... I bet. Um, Where did you start? Well, I just... I don't, I mean, you don't I have don't, to name places, but... I honestly don't know honestly. how I started. I mean, it took hundreds of hours to so get anywhere. Because yeah. it's not like you can sort of just Google it and then off you go. I mean, I was a fashion buyer back when I was really hard. 16, 17, but I was doing it for other people. Um, so I, and it, you know, and it was like places like French Connection and Great Plains and all that kind of thing. Mm. So I'd go and watch them do the little catwalks, and then we had a. Do you remember Clock down in Tunbridge Wells? I don't know yeah. if you remember there. Yeah, I went there for a long time, and so people would come in and they'd sell, they'd bring in their rails and they'd sell us their collections. Yeah, but as far as going out and sourcing it, yeah, it's really hard. It's almost like this kind of closed shop. So I mean, it, yeah, I, and it, you know, it's a, it's the same with anything in life, isn't it? There are certain things that you have to just work very 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 hard at and it's Mm. no easier now in that you know people sort of say oh you know now you know what you're doing and you've got your supplies must be dead easy I mean I can't I I have to look through I mean I literally scroll through thousands and thousands of things every day um I might get five out of those thousands and thousands because Mm. there is so so much clothing out there that is awful it's badly made it's shapeless it's hideous that and I'm so grateful to have all those years as a personal stylist because it's given me the shorthand needed to focus on what's going to work. I can see something on a hanger and I know whether it'll work or not. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for that because I think at the beginning of the business, if I hadn't have had that experience, we could have not made any money to begin with because I think there's so much out there that if you don't know that kind of stuff, it would be quite hard. Awful. Yeah, really awful. Talk to me about some of these beauties you brought with you today. Well, this is just a little selection. I put in a bit of colour and a little bit of kind of neutrals as well so yeah. we we do some really gorgeous things oh like my god that's so cute i know so it's like a little tool <gasps> have you just bought a wardrobe that you know i'm gonna buy <laughs> i thought yeah <laughs> let's just bring things that you will like it's like pushkin antiques when you had coco love on a chanel necklace so from... you know we have some things that are really just quite sort of simple gorgeous but they've got a little there's always something that makes it a little bit more interesting um and then we you know have a bit of kind of summer boho that's gorgeous we do an those are so comfortable we do a lot of joggers they're I mean, just our, the our business, most comfortable yeah it kind of started with joggers really what we yeah. do so i think at one point nearly all your staff were wearing they were wearing those they were they? all wearing them yeah. honestly yeah <laughs> oh don't lose the rail <laughs> oh, <was it? laughs> but yeah no they were they were and they are gorgeous but they just they're just they're just a little bit different, aren't they, as well? Yeah. That's the thing. They're comfortable, but they're also, they look really cool. Yeah. Everything has to have a little bit of something about it that keeps it from being just ordinary. Yeah, it's um, lovely. So, yeah, it's, it's a real pretty. mix. But, you know, all, all things can be washable. It's nothing that, you know. Yeah, because I suppose you have to think about that as well, yeah. don't you, about people. Cheesecloth sells really well for us. because Does it? Yeah, because this Lin, nice. Lin, it, this masses of, have you seen all that? I oh, know, look at that. That's, that's so nice, isn't it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, Mademoiselle and Bebeto. Mm, yes, is, okay. Nothing... Well, just keep that on this end for me, and I'd quite like that one there. Please, I like this one. This is... It's look beautiful. at this. I know, it's beautiful. But what would you, how would you wear this? So it's on the website. I've given them a few suggestions, but it works really well in autumn, winter, because you can just put some, some black chunky boots, yeah. leather biker, 
just a plain black net it looks really cool like that so that's how I've styled it up for autumn winter but then but then I put it with that little white lacy top um we've got some metallic slides um and I think that's really nice and you just put a little denim jacket with it so it goes all year round that's what I like I like when I was doing a lot of um wardrobe edits one of the things that I noticed was that so many people had things in their wardrobe that they would literally just wear once in a blue moon because mm. it didn't quite fit the mm. it would either be like too hot or too yeah. cold or the color didn't go with anything else in the wardrobe yeah. so i'm always trying to find things that i think will work for most of the year yeah and I, used to, I used to say that to my clients don't don't buy things that are like you only going to get a few times a year where invest most of your wardrobe into the because i said when you think about it really most of the year we're between sort of eight degrees and 18 degrees in this country yeah. You know, that's kind of our... So go for the clothes that you can wear within that and then invest Brilliant. most of your money in there rather than these huge, you know, like a big shaggy coat or something that you might only wear two or three times because it's just too hot and every Although time you I go out, really you melt. I like your shaggy coat that you were wearing. But that's quite light, so it's actually not as warm as it looks. Is that on the website at the moment? No, <laughs> sold out. <laughs> well, that's the other thing as well. And, and people sort of think that we're going to be like Marks and Spencers and that we'll just keep restocking stuff, but... A, we can't always. No, but also um, you don't B, want we don't, to, you don't. We want don't want always want to either. We are a boutique, yeah. so because uh, you don't want everyone wearing the same thing. No, and our customers also know that if something comes up, they have to buy it quick because <gasps> the chances are they'll miss out otherwise. So, and that's that's good training. Are they and coming it, up again? Those coats. <laughs> <laughs> Not no. that this is all about me, but you know. <laughs> It's really nice, that coat. It's so nice that you bought. It's amazing. It's cool. So I tried to find things that just got a little bit of detail or something that make it unusual. There was a lady once that said, um, I just want, um, I think it was just a plain vest or something. And I just said, well, we don't really do things like that because we try to do things. that." And she went, don't complain. She said, that's why I come to you and I don't go to Next or Marks and Spencers. I went, Okay, fair enough. She said, because I love the fact that everything is a little bit unique and a little bit different. So she said, I, I do need a white vest, but I'm just going to go to Marks and Spencer's and get it. And I said, well, that's that's lovely because yeah. then you can add it in. It's not all about us. It means that yeah. our clothes can merge with all the other things in your wardrobe. So, And that that is what's important, isn't it? It's having a, it's having a wardrobe. That versatility. It is versatility. Yeah. I'm, I, I have got much better over the years I, I think when I went when I was 40 with you I was absolutely chaos and probably the majority of my wardrobe was black I mean I do still like black leather but, I'm but, not al- but also you I mean you've got because you're a creative you've got a magpie tendency and a lot yeah. of people are like that where they see something and think and they they love it and buy it but mm. they're not actually thinking well what is in my wardrobe no what will it go with what is my life like Mm. so i used to say to people think about several things it's not just about the color and the shape Mm. but think about um is it going to fit in your wardrobe and you're going to wear it yeah because you've got the lifestyle to go with it Mm. but also and this is a really important one um i used to say to people think about your style personality because everyone's got one Mm. so some people are really really neat classic Mm. they don't like any anything like this would just bring them out in hives. They mm. go, oh no, mm. I can't do mm. that. It's too much pattern, too much form. So think about that and think about if you're really um, not particularly creative and you love the idea of it, but it doesn't actually make you feel right. It's because it's not your style personality. You're better off being, being you know, either just keeping it really quite simple, 
or just getting one or two accessories just to you know some people say i feel really bad because i haven't i don't i haven't got any jewelry i go well that's because you're not a jewelry person you don't have to do what everyone else is doing that's such good because it 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 really is actually that simple that if you put something on it doesn't make you feel good don't worry yeah because I've I've always been like oh well, I've spent all that on that money on those clothes and I'm gonna wear it. I mean mm. I've still I've still got a pair of Jimmy Choo trainers, the only Jimmy Choo's that I own that I've had for about ten years. Cost me more money than I'd ever spend on a pair of trainers. Yeah. But they're a size seven. They don't fit me. Yeah. I just can't get rid of them. Can't, it's no. just this thing that I'm like I won't get. And they're really nice. The snakes and they're lovely. They're all very nice. Mm. Look nice. I think I wore them once actually, but. They don't make me feel good. And no. it's just that thing where you just have this... And now yeah. I'm getting much better at buying more carefully because I do have to wear different outfits. But also just, yeah, like you say, if something doesn't make me feel good, it's just like, well, that's just not for me. Yeah. And I always say that to people, you know, they sort of go, oh, I'm not sure whether it's me. Then don't get it. No. You've got to be absolutely sure. Yeah. And if you put something on and you're excited about wearing it and every time you look at it in the wardrobe, it brings you joy, it's That's the lovely. right thing to keep. But yeah. if it's something that, you know, I've had people sort of go... Oh, I really, I really love it on you. Well, that's you love it on someone else, but you're not loving it on yourself. And if you put it on, and some people have gone, well, I feel like I'm putting on a bit of a kind of costume. Well, that yes, is, that is the absolute indicator. It's not for you. If Absolutely. you feel like you're putting on another person, their persona, then it's not for you. It's not the right thing for you to buy it. And if, and sometimes people go, oh, my husband and kids will laugh at this because um, because it's so not me. Well, don't buy it. Do not buy it. So funny, isn't it? Because yeah. I can remember once coming home with a. I'm sure I told you this story when we went shopping, actually. But I bought a coat that I thought I really liked from quite an expensive shop in Summer Draws. And I came back, and my my um, ex Ashley said to me, He went, Well, you look like Joseph out of the Technicolor And I took it straight back because it, but actually, in hindsight, it wasn't really a me coat. It wasn't, I saw yeah. it and I loved it because I'm a bit of a magpie. Big, but like, magpie oh, yeah. Rah, rah. yeah. But it wasn't me. But since wearing glasses, since having to wear glasses, and, and obviously I've got quite a lot of glasses. It's funny because some people say, they're always like, oh, can I try your glasses on? Your glasses are really cool. And then they'll put them on and they're like, I'm like, you've got to go in to see in the guys about your glasses because just because they look good on me, yeah. they put them on and they go, oh, it feels really weird. It feels really weird. Yeah. And it's exactly what you're talking about. They're putting on a costume. Yes. Th- this is me. It doesn't mean it's them. Yeah. And it's same with and you. When, and because because you're owning it, yeah. because you've put them on and they look good on you and you feel good, you're yeah. giving that confidence. And it's almost like people want that confidence so they want it but then it's not their confidence and confidence is such a huge thing and I talk about it an awful lot because I've I've been through a journey you know most of my life I wasn't particularly confident Mm. I think I was good at winging it because people are always surprised when I say that they go really you Mm. you've always been confident no I haven't and even doing this a few years ago I would have gone oh no I'm not doing that I wouldn't have even thought of doing it because I just didn't feel that I a had the confidence b had anything interesting to say Mm. but um but I have learned over the years, and I think, I think it's an interesting thing with the menopause actually. And I, I think it's worth saying it because I went to an event um, a couple of weeks ago, and it was very, very interesting. And the room was full of sixty women that were of an age. Everyone there was kind of perimenopausal mm. or or postmenopausal, and um, there was a, a team of people who were giving incredibly good advice about what to expect and what you can do about it. But as I sat there thinking, having I'm um, sixty now, so I've kind of you know way out the other side of it. You're not just, sixty. Um, well, need sixty-one actually, but don't tell anyone. Honestly, no one will know. No one will know. Seriously, I just Seriously. I'm just staying forty-four forever. 
I just like fours. I just remember looking around the room thinking probably a lot of the women here haven't actually been through the menopause yet and mm. they're probably having heard all this information, they're probably really quite scared and daunted mm. by it because it's one of those things that everyone talks about all the symptoms. It's a bit like, a bit like pregnancy really, but they don't actually talk about the greatness of the baby and to me I think it's the same with menopause it's all about the downside to it from my perspective yeah I've had loads of horrible symptoms and times when I felt pretty rubbish but my overall um, impression of it is it's a great thing because what happens when you get into your late 40s early 50s is that your hormones change obviously that's what's happening but you get more so women get more testosterone and they have less of the oestrogen, which is the nurturing. And we all know what testosterone does. It makes people feel a bit more kind of, you know, mm. empowered. And that's what happens to women. They actually start, start to say, and I'm sure that you've seen it with your friendship that's group. That's so interesting, though, well, you, yeah. Well, you get that point in your life where you go, actually, it's about me now. Yes. I'm going to do what I want to do. So I, I became aware sort of 10 years ago that I, a lot of my friends were leaving partners, changing jobs, mm. um, saying no to things, saying yes to things mm. um, because they felt more empowered. Mm. So I just, I would, it's, it's a great opportunity really just to say, don't fear, if you haven't been through the menopause yet, don't fear it. Because actually I think I, my turning point was 50 and I think I've become, you know, a better person than I ever was before because I feel more confident and more empowered. And that, I do you know what, that's such a great way of looking at it because you are right, it is... There is so much information about it, which is good mm. because there's more information yeah, than there was 30 years ago. Absolutely, I'm not knocking but, that. But No, I know you're not. But it is always on the, oh, you're going to get the sweats, you're going to get this, yeah. you're going to get that. Yeah. And I was talking to my sister at the weekend because she's, you know, she's about, we all went through it quite early in my family. Mm. And she's 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 got starting, she's perimenopausal. And I was like, yeah, but this is great. I can help you out. I can yeah. tell you what to, you know, this yeah. is a great solution. A bit like you with clothes. This is great. I can tell you what's going to fit your body. You know, because it, there were so many holistic remedies as well as you know help from whatever whatever place you want to go every case is individual with the menopause but you can get help and once mm. you've got help it's like anything i mean we've 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 had to grow babies and have I know. periods our whole life for god's sake it's actually quite a relief not to have one anymore absolutely <laughs> and that's not to underestimate it because i know a lot and of women go through absolute hell but i what i just wanted to sort of say that it's not it's not all bad and actually it's a time to be a little bit more selfish and actually put ourselves higher up the list like i was saying before the testosterone so think, knows that's very when you're, interesting when you're, what you're, you said. yeah because i think when you're right at the bottom of the list it it really erodes your self-confidence and you get to the point where you don't really actually feel that you're great about anything but i think when you do start um putting yourself that bit higher and start doing things that are that might feel selfish, but actually it's just doing things that you want to do rather than thinking of everyone else first. It's um, it's really good for confidence, and it do, and it does when you th- when we when we have children. I don't know what you think of this, Lynn, but it, I mean, it did really knock my confidence when mm. I had children because, yeah. for starters, I was I was the, predominantly the highest earner in the family, so I went from that to being at home with the babies. So I didn't have my big pay packet. Mm. I wasn't getting dressed up in leather suits every day and yeah. going to London. Yeah. Suddenly, I was wearing joggers because I couldn't fit in anything else that looked more like leggings, and I had a baby on one hip, and then, it, 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 and it really did not. And and people looked at me differently. Yeah. People looked at me differently to how they used to look at me in London when I had my heels and my leather skirt on and my, my yeah. 
Yeah. So it knocked my confidence. And then I just sort of didn't really want to do anything about it. And then you're tired all the time, so you don't feel exercising. So then you don't really care about your wardrobe. And clothes do make you feel... You know, I feel good when I put my clothes on. I I know that if I go out, I'm just... You know, sometimes like sometimes my daughter should be like, Mum, you dress like a big kid. But I'm like, I don't care. It makes me feel really good. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. It doesn't matter what anyone wears. It doesn't matter. As and long now as my, you feel good. Yeah, and now my daughter, she's actually like... She's like, Mum, I really like those trainers. Can I wear them? I mean, these ones, she wore them out last night. So it's fine. She, I mean, she's 11, but it, it's the point is that we do go through this journey and it's yeah. nice to know that actually, like you say, that's a nice thing that we get to go through that journey and then we take some of that time that we give with love back for ourselves. I think it's absolutely right. Uh, self-love is, is everything really and I don't think I self-loved enough sort of in my 30s and 40s. And I think that I'm better at it now. Because and I, you are and now. I, look, I know. And You're I, self-loving I've, and loving to everyone's ourselves. And I, and I feel quite quite proud of what you, you know, should. What, what I've started and created. It's a really nice nice feeling, I have to say. It's well, I I just think it's lovely because I've known you from when you were the stylist yeah. and just going on that shopping trip to this. So obviously, I've just seen you grow and grow and grow. And it is. And what is beautiful, like you say, is it's been totally organic. It's yeah. been totally natural. It's been yeah. totally. You know, you've not you've not spent thousands of pounds on PR campaigns and this and you have just been yourself. Yeah. And this is what you've created with your family. And, and that really, is and beautiful. really that's all we can all do, isn't it? Be ourselves. Yes. Be but authentic. Be authentic, but but feel feel good. And yeah. when you feel good in yourself, then that's when all the great stuff happens, really. And I always feel good when I see you and Russell walking through Langton. Oh, going. bless you. I do. You're just so cute, the two of you. <laughs> Sorry, Russell, if you're listening. But you are, and you've got two gorgeous boys as well, haven't yeah. you? So, But you've got a beautiful family and... You have way too many holidays, Lynn. <laughs> I wish I did. I'm sorry. I need, I need one now. I'm I mean, it's only because I just want one. I'm just like, no. But it's you. But you're, you're, you're. I like the way you do that as well. When you go on holiday, you'll share some of your outfits when you're on holiday. I really like that. It's nice to see. I, yeah. I'll be like, oh, that, that looks nice. And I don't. There's anything wrong with seeing someone being happy on holiday. You know, it's like it's a good thing. I think think my fear when I first went on um, social media because it's painfully exposing when you it first is. do it you feel like oh it actually yeah. makes you feel quite sick to the pit of, pit of your stomach that you're having to stand there and go <laughs> yeah absolutely and I think at the beginning I was just like I really don't want to do this so it was a, a very long painful journey for me but someone said something once to me and I just thought oh thank goodness for that because I didn't want people to think that I'm standing there going look, look at, at me. me I'm so yeah. fabulous yeah because that's not ever been what I want to do but it's more about this is what I'm wearing and how can I help you? And that was always my message. So, and this lady just went, what I love about it is that you're just, you can see that that is your message. You're not doing yeah. it because you're up yourself. And I went, that means the world. Thank you. Lynn, you're very, <laughs> you're very humble. Oh, you are the meat boutique. <laughs> <laughs> you are, aren't you though? I mean, yeah. I always, I always think with your name, I'm always like the meat boutique. It's just perfectly it's made a perfect, for you. Perfect name really, isn't, isn't it? it? Mm. Well, it's been lovely to have you on. Well, it's been lovely to be here. I mean, I'm going to press stop and record, then I'm going to make some purchases, guys. <laughs> but for those that don't have your details, how can they find you? Well, they can find us on Instagram. We are The Meat Boutique UK. And you can find us on Facebook. We are The Meat Boutique on Facebook. And if you want to go to the website, we are themeatboutique.co.uk. And I've got to ask you, come on, we're coming into spring. Yeah. What is the what is the trends for this spring? Oh, I try not to follow trends. Too I know, much. but for you, you know, come on. What you, what uh, is what's something you think we should be a good good thing for? Well, okay, I'm, for me, what should I have? 
Well, I'm colour, going to Ibiza in two weeks. Colour, obviously. <laughs> I mean, it's just, just anything colourful. Do you know what? If you just if you just wore like black and navy all the time, it wouldn't be you, would it? No, and I did do that a lot. I think of you, I was and miserable I miserable when I, I did think, that. I think of you, and I think of colour. Yeah, but that's a good thing to be. Ah, oh, thanks, yeah. Lee. I'm laughing for you, and I think I'm just eyeing up those. I'm, I'm literally just eyeing up all of Kylie's <laughs> like thinking. But obviously, I'm thinking about you guys. But I'm also thinking about Meek's boutique. <laughs> so check her out. Check Lynn out. Check her out on Insta and support these guys. They're amazing, and your family-run business, and I love that. And I do know your family, and they are gorgeous. So they you are. just I'm a bit well, biased. No, but well done. You're 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 good eggs. And you Thank deserve you. all the success that you've got. So you've Thank worked you. very hard for it. So it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on, Lynn. Thank you very much. Come back and talk to us again soon. We will. All right. Lots of love. Bye. Thank you. Bye.